0: Hello one and all and welcome to the podcast we call the fantastic all of myself Steve Nussbaum episode 15 tonight coming straight at you out of Loughton, Devden all the way over to where my guest lives which I don't actually know so we'll come, we'll come <laughs> on to that very shortly but after two three, actually international escapades firstly in Australia with Joel Rogers then to Tennessee uh, with the fantastic Jason Ringenberg, and then off to New York uh, for Robert Allen. We're keeping it in the UK tonight. So let's introduce the guest tonight's fifteenth episode of the Fantastical Podcast. And so far in this podcast, I've interviewed friends who I've known for quite a long time. But I would say I've only known this gentleman for roughly about five years. I would say he's a devoted Oldham fan. Uh, he's an assistant manager. Of HV Liverpool, which I'm very fond of, he's a top all-round guy. It's the one and only Mr.
1: Ad Shaw. Thanks, fella. Nice introduction. I was wondering where you'd go with it on this one, point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with that one. <laughs>
0: Mate, Coming at you like
1: from uh, fr- from New Brighton, um, just on the Wirral, um, but originally from uh, Sunny Salford. So um, moved over here with the wife and the kids. So that's where we're at now. Not as exotic as any of the last three, but yeah, New Brighton—that's where we're at.
0: Love it, love it. Thank you so much for joining me uh, this evening. How's how's things going for you at the moment?
1: Good, yeah. Um, just spent the last few weeks racking my brain on whittling this down um, to the to the final five, which even now I'm 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 one unsure of. But other than that, let's probably not talk about football because <laughs> that is utterly depressing. Again. Uh, but yeah, it can't can't really complain. You know, work's full on, uh, homes full on. <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool. Good to hear.
0: Good to hear. So obviously I
1: know you um
0: quite well, I would say. But for people who might not know about you, just tell us a bit about yourself. What would you like to do? Who are you?
1: <coughs> well, um yeah, as you mentioned, I work for HMV and I've done for the last twenty years. Um and pretty much that's what I do most of (laughs) as most people with full-time jobs do um but outside of that I'm into uh the family getting out and about did a bit of running last few years um bit of guitar but not not very good um gaming not so much football manager and that's pretty much most of it yeah yeah that's my hobbies are pretty much work and, and home yeah
0: Mate, sounds perfect. Sounds absolutely uh, perfect to me. Obviously, we mentioned you at HMV. This is only the second guest I've had from HMV. So Charlotte, my workmate, was first. And I think HMV is a massively underused uh, element of the podcast so far in terms of I know all of these great, fantastic people, such a passion and such a knowledge of music. So I hope to be able to bring uh, a lot more people on from uh, the company that I'm very privileged um, and proud to work for. So without giving away too many spoilers, <laughs> Adi, what, what kind of music are you into? I mean, everyone always says it's a difficult question to answer, which I appreciate, but have you got one genre that appeals to you more than another one, or are you just an all round music fan?
1: Yeah, uh, uh, no, uh, it's pretty much heavy metal. <laughs> um, <laughs> heavy metal and hardcore. Um, and I guess the, the older I've got, the, the the sort of more I've swayed away from it. Um, in terms of, say, for instance, the record player, which is in the dining room, and the only time I really get to listen to that is, say, when we're having dinner. Um, and obviously, you don't want to be listening to screaming down your throat, like down your ears. Sorry, uh, while you're having your tea with the kids. So uh, things have crept in. You know, there's been artists there that I wouldn't normally listen to, but really, I've yeah, mellowed out a little bit and can now accept a bit of pop into what I listen to. Whereas 20-year-old me wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have liked it yeah mostly heavy metal
0: I mean that's one of the good things about having kids like I had I've had kids pop on pretty much on repeat (laughs) for two or three months and yeah you you get it it kind of like it to a certain extent but tolerated definitely is there anything that you're currently listening to that obviously again no spoilers but anything kind of on your playlist at the moment that you're really kind of feeling
1: I've got um, I mean, last last year and sort of early part of this year, uh, Killswitch Engage is Atonement, which is a, a, a great uh, album. That, the, a band I used to listen to a lot when I was younger. Missed out on a few albums along the way, like like, like many bands. And um, but this one came out, and yeah, that's a that's an absolute cracker. Um, I've got, got playing at the moment. Yeah, uh, but well, Public Service Broadcasting's Race for Space, which is continually uh, on the playlist since since I got it or since it came out and I heard it at work because that's fantastic and the uh, I guess <laughs> I guess what I would call a guilty pleasure and some might deem um, actually quite a good album is the uh, Harry Styles album that's out at the moment that's my uh, curveball.
0: Mate Harry Styles it seems to be so, like an artist who you would never would be able to transcend into a certain audience, but he seems to be doing a good job. So, yeah, fair It's you know, also mentioned Ryan Adams as one of his influences. Yes, you know, obviously being a massive Ryan Adams fan, that kind of makes him appeal a lot more to me than what he did in uh, One Direction.
1: Of course, I think I think he's got a bit of uh, longevity as well. I think I could see him going on to, to to be more credible the older he gets. But but yeah, not not really one of my uh, usual. <laughs> so <laughs> if you can. Could... <laughs> Digging in the background,
0: that was our new kitten, who has now gone away from the recording. So, apologies (laughs) for any sound uh, effects that you might have heard uh, over the last minute or two. So, let's take you back uh, when you was a young, a young lad. If you had curtains, or if you had long hair, when you was in your metal face,
1: (laughs) I had actually, I, I, I I had curtains and long hair, and then a shaved head. I've had, I've had all of them braids. I've had pinhead spikes. (laughs) um of which i got sent home from work for because <laughs> they were deemed inappropriate but uh yeah pl- plenty of different ones uh different colors as well yeah
0: amazing so let's take you back to those days and your first musical buying experience can you remember what the first album or single that you ever bought was and where where you purchased it from
1: well my first purchase came actually pre-metal days. Um, I was still a newspaper boy, uh, delivering papers at the time. Um, I developed a little ritual of getting me pay at the end of the week and taking the bus down into the local shopping centre called uh, Eccles, and we used to have West One there. I don't know if you remember that store, um, and it was a little shop called Playing, little independent. And um, as, as far as I can remember, I think one of the first, if not the first, single I bought was the Crash Test Dummies. Mm-mm-mm. Um, <laughs> mate, right? These, they, these, did well not to go on the list of playing the uh, the uh, festival because they, these these guys are more than just that one song. I tell you, if if you like sort of folk folk rock, the first the first couple of albums are incredible. Um, but yeah, that was that was before the metal. Um, because I mean, dad always had music around, like uh, like loads of cassettes circling the the, the, the um, little shelf around the top of the room, loads of records and vinyl. And he was into all sorts Chris Rea, Fleetwood Mark, you know, Joni Mitchell. And so I'd had that music was there. And, and so I, I was always trying to find stuff. But that, that was the first purchase, yeah. Uh, probably a few embarrassing ones as well. Oh, I'm
0: sure we all have. I'm sure we all have. <laughs> you want to share now, or you? Or you want to
1: uh, it things forever? like big, big fun, and you know, like that nineties sort of mid nineties dance pop, sort of that you would hear on like holiday when you went to say Haven or wherever. That that, that Wigfield, you know, that that was the kind of stuff I started out listening to. But, yeah, utterly but shameful.
0: If, <laughs> if Paul Levy is listening, it's big fun. <laughs> <laughs> we, me and Paul Evers, this is a lot of fun early years on a tape recorder uh, in his loft back wow. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously, the Fantastic was all about collating your fantasy festival. But in terms of festivals that you've been to and attended, can you remember what your first festival was?
1: I think, uh, again, memory's not as good as it used to be. Um, Leeds 99, um, which we went for the Sunday, which i think was headlined by the red hot chili peppers um but i'd gone down to see pretty much silver chair um and then feeder there was uh, a few others but we only did the one day on that on that festival um but then for the next i think two years maybe three i went back and did the full weekend until people started writing and burning toilets so i gave up on that one <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, um, Le- Leeds, Leeds was a, a pretty much a staple festival for me through 19 to 22 with a team like um, Oasis, Limp Bizkit, Slipknot, Eminem, uh, Rage, Placebo, uh, 100 Reasons, Stained, Systems a Down, traffic Green Day, Foo Fighters. There's so many. And I look wow. back on them now. Well, I look back now and I, these bands I'm into now that I didn't realise played and I'm yeah. like, oh, man. I missed them, or I was watching the streets instead of watching this band, and I'm just like, "Ugh!" But yeah,
0: <laughs> brilliant. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Oh, the
1: yeah,
0: and live music again—no spoilers, but—and again, this is a really tough question that people have difficulty answering. But is there one geek that stands out for you
1: as your favorite, or is there one that just you always remember? Well, uh, there's 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 been a lot because back in Manchester. And, and working at hmv and there was a lot of gigs that i went to and and loads of good ones never really not enjoyed it i've really enjoyed finding like um support acts who become like sort of, sort of bands alike like static x um supported i think slipknot and they were incredible band called cycle fly um from uh, from ireland um the singer was irish but they're sort of like a uh, alt, alt rock band rather than metal, and, and a singer with a, a slightly unique voice did a couple of albums, um, and then a group called Fuel who were a bit grungy. Lo- Love finding new bands that way, but in, in terms of the, probably the best, and I saw, I, I guess I maybe I peaked, but the first gig I went to was with my dad, um, and it was at Main Road City's All ground in '96, and I saw Oasis, Ocean Colour oh, wow. Scene, and Manic Street Preachers. And they did two nights, and the other night became the DVD, which I think was called "Familiar to Mi- No." What was the DVD? No, called? there we were. Yeah, yeah, and what and uh, it was um. Oh man, I should have should sort have of researched this, shouldn't I? Um, I've
0: got I I, I had the VHS. Back yeah, there, 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 and then. There and then. There and then, there
1: and then, it was called. Yeah, yeah, and there's a picture of uh, Liam stood with his arms open and the crowd, looking. Out. I was at the overnight. Night. Yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. And you know what, we, me and my dad, me, my dad took me, bless him. I don't, I think he liked Oasis, but I don't think he'd, he was particularly into him. Me. I mean, he probably heard me smashing What's the Story Morning Glory on repeat for weeks on end. Um, but like the memories of the, the old Kipak stand being sort of, sort of slightly lit because it was just getting dark and these lights going all over it. And McManic's doing a design for life. I remember that. That stood out for me. That was a great track, and I wasn't particularly into Manics at the time, but they—they—they they, they were good. And Ocean Colour Scene, and then Oasis. I was like, but that was the first one. So I'd probably say going with my Dad. That was a big thing—the the journey out there to to a, a Premier League football ground. Um, and and yes, that that was it. So I peaked with that one,
0: <laughs> mate. Brilliant story. I saw him the year after at Nebworth, which is very nice. Oh yeah, brilliant. and I've already spoken about that on this podcast. But again.
1: Is that the one that was on the radio? He, no, I went did... on the
0: Saturday. I right. On the Saturday. And that gig, funny enough, it's the 24th anniversary of that gig on Monday. Wow. Or Monday the 10th of August. 24 years. <laughs> a spotty 16-year-old and his mates went yeah. to network. Still feel uh, 24, never
1: year. mind 24 years ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Crazy. So that is a bit about eighty's musical taste and his history. And again, the aim of the podcast is all about getting our guests to collate their fantasy festivals. So essentially, you can choose five acts, one of whom must play one of their studio albums in full, plus an encore at the end of your festival, which is all five acts at the end coming out to perform any song ever recorded at the end of the Fantastival. So that's all very simple, five acts, five <laughs> time slots. So for example, in the last episode, of the podcast Robert Allen collated his Kings County Music Festival. he held his in Prospect Park in Brooklyn so he had Steely Dan in his opening slot and he nominated them to play their classic album Asia um, that was followed up in the super second slot by The Clash making their first appearance on the festival. again followed by Johnny Cash making another first appearance in the Midway Masters slot. In Rob's pre-headline slot, he had Nina Simone, again, a new name to the Fantastical. And in Rob's headline slot, he went for James Brown to have a two-and-a-half-hour set. So James Brown made his second Fantastival appearance. And for Rob's encore, he had In My Life by The Beatles. So you can have any five acts, any song any album by any of your acts. it's all very simple, and at this point I would normally make a prediction AD, on your <laughs> 5, I have absolutely no idea, although my good friend Mr. Rupert Banning Lover has given me a name, we'll obviously go through that at the end and see if the name of this band crops up, so very important question coming up, this is going to set the tone for your festival slash fantastival what are you naming your
1: festival right uh, i thought long and hard about this and usually i'd pick something that i would deem embarrassing but i'm going for the festival to be called north of england south of heaven right oh i like it yeah well this uh, in say i think it's 2005 there's a band i used to listen to uh, Semo paramedics who basically thrash but zombie themed thrash they did this ep And that was the title, and I always liked it because it was like a northern band, and I thought, well, I want to keep it northern, but keep it metal as well. So that's kind of where we're going with that one.
0: Cool. Nicely done. Nice link in there to a band who you're familiar with. So we've got our name. So now we just need to book our venue. So you can book any place you like. It can be your kitchen, your garden, your front porch. <laughs> you, can be, you can be going back to Main Road. We can do it in Boundary Park. We can do it in HV Liverpool. Or we can go across the pond, anywhere in the world. The world is literally your fantastical oyster. So, Aidy, where, where are you taking us to hold your North of England, South of Heaven festival?
1: This is going to sound really underwhelming to anybody <laughs> listening. <laughs> after After you put it that way, but... I've spent many an hour in this place more miserable more wet more cold than anywhere uh, shouting screaming upset angry but I'm going to hold it at boundary park
0: yes so this is, <laughs> we've had Wembley stadium before <laughs> but I think this is the first actual football ground proper football ground that we've seen a fantastic one so the glory days are coming back to boundary park with yep. your festival um so I love it. We're going to Boundary Park, home of football, one of the homes of football, a lovely League 2 ground. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with League 2 football or going to a League <laughs> 2 ground to be to watch your fantastical So we've got our name. We've got our venue. Before we come on to getting down to your fire, are there any acts that you want to talk about who have just missed out, who you feel guilty about not putting oh, in Because you mentioned that, obviously, it's been a difficult process to get it down to five, but are there any bands that you want to shout out who haven't quite made you
1: do Yeah, I think, I think there's bands who I would deem should be on there just for, for the nature of how hard working they are and, and how they interact with the fans and the sort of value for money you get when you buy their albums and stuff. So clutch, um, they, that I'm surprised they're not on it. Um, they're incredible. Um, German band called heaven shall burn who are like a sort of death, uh, death metal sort of metal core band uh, everything you, every album you buy there's something extra whether it's a live dvd or it's a patch or a plectrum there's something else in there slipknot system of a down um tool again i'm surprised they're not on it Um a group called too many zoos Um they're buskers oh, from I, I, yeah I yeah man that. Yeah. yeah well the um, they they actually one of the one of the standout gigs was when i saw them in a venue not not much bigger than i guess a football football changing rooms that was that was incredible um sabbath you know i've always wanted to see sabbath um and i caught ozzy at hellfest in 2012 but he was ill and had to go off so i surprised that didn't go on because it's always one of them um, hate breed sick of it all Nirvana, you know there's a, there's a few that missed out and i'm like oh my god but then, you know, lately, I've listened to a lot more, say, Leonard Cohen um, as influenced by my dad. And I'm thinking, could I throw Leonard Cohen in there? But I kind of didn't really go with the uh, South of Heaven theme. Although, well, in heaven.
0: Mate, you could put anyone can go in there of your choice. But it, it sounds like some mighty, mighty acts have fallen to your sword. So I think now's the time where we start to reveal your act. So it's two o'clock. Boundary Park, it's lovely and sunny. There's blue, blue flags galore. There's loads of olden shirts. Everyone's in a good mood. The beer <laughs> is flowing. That's
1: not Boundary Those... Park, Steve. <laughs> no one's in a good mood. <laughs> so
0: let's get back in. It's two o'clock. Who is going to open your North of England,
1: South of Heaven, fantastical? Now, anyone listening who's into metal will ask me why these guys are on first. um A band I've always wanted to see um but unfortunately um we've lost a couple of the members of the band Um one was shot on stage uh unfortunately whilst he was playing for a different band and opening up is the mighty pantera oh pantera that makes oh, their man. first
0: fantastical appearance so AD, why why pantera for you what do they what do they mean to you
1: well again the the, the era of listening to the the music from like 99 to so, so i guess you know, up until a few years ago, metal, 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 and and stuff like this, I would be consistently on the playlist they'd be on every night out. You'd have certain tracks played by them that, you know, defined nights out, you know, periods on the playlist where the DJ would play the same sort of stuff. Like Pantera were were incredible. Like musicianship, brilliant, you know, probably one of the best metal bands ever. Um, And yeah, and one that I, I, I could obviously... I can't go and see them tomorrow, you know, there's, there's bands who I've got on my list who I could see again, but this was like a challenge, because I was like, how do I attack this, is it what what I think I want to see, or what, what if I could pull bands back that I can't now see, So, but they've always been on the list of bands I'd love to have seen if I could have, so I had to put them on
0: good choice strong start to your fantastic well, yeah I remember yeah going around to like joel rogers who was i think episode 12 his house and he used to get kerrang and put all the posters up on yeah, his walls yeah. and i always remember like this pantera poster of uh the singer kind of really he looked really kind of angry but yeah <laughs> loads of emotion in his face
1: yes yeah guns. yeah, yeah.
0: It, that poster i was always a bit intrigued yeah
1: Phil Anselmo yeah he's a, he's he's quite he, he's got plenty of bands um he's done lots of stuff and he's into really some some heavy music and stuff um but there's been there's been sort of spin-off bands like there's a band called Down who feature members of them and, and Anselmo's the singer there and they're incredible as well and um Pantera did an album called Rebel Meets Rebel with a country singer called Dave Allan Coe and that's that's well I I like it because it's, it's Pantera with a country singer. So that was quite cool. That sounds awesome. That sounds yeah,
0: awesome. Yeah. checked that out. I obviously know of Pantera, but I couldn't honestly tell you much about it. So <laughs> Pantera, open up your fantastic ball. Well, they're going to play from two to three o'clock. They're going to get the crowd uh, yeah. on it, I would say. I don't think you, you, you would just stand there and watch Pantera. So the crowd are going to no. be rocking for that one. So it'll be time for your super second slot from half past three to half past four. So, who, who's going to take your super second slot?
1: Well, I accidentally slipped up and mentioned the name of these guys earlier on. But um, the second slot, Australian band, uh, they're similar age to me, which is one of the things that appeals to me, is Silverchair.
0: Oh, good choice. Good choice. Again, Silverchair... A band that I know of. I think I've got, I've got Neon Ballroom. They always seem to be quite a cool band that I yeah. missed at the time. And obviously, I think Daniel Johns had a few issues, if I remember rightly.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he, he had um, I think he had like arthritis in his mm. in his in his knees, and he couldn't really stand up. But the guys, the guys a genius. I mean, he he he's got a vision with the way he wants his music to go, and he follows it. I think that that's why the band have they've not split up, but they're on like an indefinite hiatus so that they're not recording and probably will never and uh, which is one reason why they're on the list um but the these the, this band sort of symbolizes a good era for me college and 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 got some good strong friendships around this band and when we've been to see them list, listening to the albums together and learning to play the songs together and stuff like that but um Again, subsidiaries off of this band. There's been loads and loads of different stuff. Um, Daniel Johns is now solo stuff. Um and there's a band called the Dissociatives, which um, I think I may have recommended to you. Um which is completely different and that's just just happy chirpy sort of music. Behind. Yeah, they've
0: got some great tunes, Silver Chair. I remember Anna's is it Anna's song? And Anna's they, song, uh, yeah. Um, oh miss you is it miss is it miss you miss you love Something? yeah yeah you love with the orchestra yeah. so they could do like your, your fast rock rocky ones um i can't remember what the song is but there's a song that opens up that neon ballroom album the i can't remember what it is but it's a cracking rocky rocky yeah, tune really so it's nice. great that's great the good thing there.
1: about them that they, they they are they, there's a good split of um of, of, of melody and, and heaviness as well. Um you know that to me that's that's what I like and what I need. So great call. Great call.
0: So Silver Chair take your super second slot. So some big acts for your first two Pantera followed by Silver Chair. And that takes us to five o'clock. Time
1: for your midway madness slot now. So who <laughs> AD, is gonna be you, the band in the middle? I can't think of a better band to describe as midday madness. Um, this band took elements of a few bands um, and, and made it made it their own and really redefined the genre. Um, just complete heaviness, complete discord in the music. But Corn are going to be my third band of the day. Oh, Corn! I never, yeah. I never
0: got into Corn. I must confess, Corn never done it for me i don't know if it was his voice or like the sound i always found him a bit a bit difficult yeah me personally to get into but obviously i was in a minority because they were massive and they're still going through filling out uh yeah arenas
1: the the the, the first album is corn uh, corn it, it's it's completely different and at the time i'd never heard anything like it and so i i sort of took that and and sort of you know everyone was listening to like Nirvana and stuff and so I'm like right I, I love it you know they you watch the live show they're all jumping around the stage and they've got some of the members are wearing boiler suits they've got like long long dreadlocks and just uh, yeah everything about them the stage presence the the content of the songs the the, the heaviness of the music and having simply not heard anything like it Corn changed everything but they um. Second album, not not so good, but churned out a few good ones for the live sets. But, um, ah oh man, is it what's the name of the? Feels so terrible now that I can't remember the name of this album. But it shows more about my age than it shows about anything else. I
0: remember Freak on a Leash. I mean, yes, exactly follow the nice lead, yeah, follow the lead. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember Freak on a Leash and being not disturbed by it, but just thinking this is <laughs> this doesn't sound like anything that I that i've heard before yeah
1: of course i mean that that album they they, they sort of did they, they, they sort of hit it off then they, they, they were big then and so the production sort of vamped up on that one they got more guest people on there and stuff like that it's a great album it's a really good album is follow the leader that that three corner leash is on and uh, but then you've also got the things like got got the life which is on there and there's a song called all in the family which has got fred durst on it which he's got not not very family friendly. But again, I think they're they're another band who kind of I've I've stopped listening to so much, and probably because of whether they're still trying to be angsty and I'm not as angsty as I was, I don't I don't I don't know.
0: <laughs> Good choice. And again, they do Midway Madness, I think goes quite nicely uh, with corn. So well thought out there. Um yeah, really well played. So Pantera, Silver Corn, the first three acts, all massive acts bringing Boundary Park to its feet uh, in the, the first North of England, South of Heaven Festival. So Corn will play for an hour. So now it's time to get the two headline acts underway. So that takes us now to half past six. So your pre-headline acts are going to have an hour and a half. So a bit longer than your first three acts are going to have an hour and a half before the headline acts come on. So who is going to be your pre-headline acts?
1: Yeah, so anyone who knows me knows that these are one of my favourite bands. I uh, probably owned most T-shirts by this band uh, that anybody has ever owned, but Deftones are going to be um, my uh, second from last band, Deftones.
0: Deftones, massive band, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, incredible. Again, another another band who started out really heavy and have sort of really taken the sound on to be a lot more uh, melodic and and sort of expansive.
0: And kind of around the same era as Korn,
1: if I remember right. Or... <laughs> Most of the music I listen to is around the same era. There's <laughs> a bit of a pattern. <laughs> but what does yeah. it mean to you? So why?
0: Why
1: death Why? D- well, you know, real again nights out. There's, there's songs in there where, or or even videos for like uh, my own summer on um, on Kerrang TV and Skulls around the time when they were a thing. Um, friendships around the time, you know, the 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 fashion of Chino, the singer, um, the fact that they're heavy his vocals are, uh, uh, he can do heavy, he can do singing, um, and and the fact I don't I don't really think they've done a bad album, and they've done some incredible covers as well. Um, on on they did a covers album. Uh, for record store day a few years ago, which is now available to to purchase on stream, um, but yeah, they, they, they've they've knocked out probably my favourite album of all time. Um, really? What's that? Yeah, right. White Pony. Um, is that going to be? I'll
0: ask you now because it seems like an. Episode.
1: Is that going to be your <laughs> album? Or... It, it's a tough one because it, it it was going to be, but no, it's not going to be. I've I've, um, oh. I've taken it off. Okay, well that's, yeah.
0: that's your album if it's not White Pony. But your yeah. favorite ever album isn't the album, and oh, for that's intriguing. It's it's
1: because they've got they've got a lot of good tunes off of other albums as well. Where I didn't want to take up too much of the set by playing this one album all the way through. So, um, yeah, that, that's. Oh, I like why. It.
0: Tactical, tactical thinking. What a band! Absolutely. So Death Deftones in take your pre-headline slot. So they'll play for an hour and a half. Um, oh, yeah, which leads us to your headline act. So, your headline act are going to get two <laughs> and a half hours. They're going to yeah. close your North of England, South of Heaven festival. So, they'll be following Pantera, Silverchair, Corn, and the Tones. I'm looking and I still haven't got a clue who I think it's going to be. Are you stumble on this one, say, don't leave me waiting, my friend. Who well, is going to headline
1: the this? The, 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 for me, in my eyes, there's only one band who could fill two and a half hours with absolute bangers. It's going to be the mighty ACDC. Oh, <laughs> difficult, difficult.
0: making well, their first fantastical appearance. Shocking. <laughs> so why ACDC for you?
1: Well, again, um, a lot of the music I listen to has a history around the people who I listen to it with. um and and this is, this is my brother paul is responsible mainly for this this introduction um this could have been uh, one of many bands that i am I made and f- that he was heavily into them as well but but um, yeah, we we used to listen to him together on the way to the football. He used to have it on in the house, um, and and it was really one of my first introductions to sort of like the heavier side of of music coming away from like Oasis and stuff like that. So it holds a lot of memories. We we even we we've even seen him together a couple of times. Um, we saw him at the MEN, which was the old Nine X Arena in Manchester, and um, but the, the probably the best time we saw him. We went to Milton Keynes Bowl and they did a uh, uh, sort of, sort of like a joint headlining day. It was Offspring, Megadeth, Queens of the Stone Age, and ACDC. Uh, wow. And it was so hot. It was the hottest. <laughs> yeah. But it was incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But I've, I've been lucky enough to see ACDC only the once, but I saw them about three years ago, maybe four years ago, when uh, right. Axel sang yeah. for them. And I was really unsure, but they were fantastic. The whole yeah. Of- stage presence, the whole kind of pyrotechnics and the set lists, like, normally when you go and see a band like that, there's normally like one or two slower songs where you just kind of sit <laughs> it out and find your feet a little bit, but yeah. like every song it was like the same, like it would open up with the guitar chords, the drums would come in, there'd be like this anthemic chorus and then the most ridiculous guitar solo that you've heard, yeah. in, and it would really be like the big stadium ending, and I, I thought it was one of the best shows I've ever seen and I'd love Did- to see him again with obviously Brian Johnson, yeah, because um, apparently he's he's back now.
1: Apparently so, yeah. I don't know how that works for his hearing, but we're we'll get... <laughs> yeah. Must be a surprise. Like, even <laughs> like I
0: mean, you're talking about a band who who were going in the seventies and, and churning out yeah, out stuff. Of but course, Scott in the seventies, you know, and um Let There Be Rock is probably my favorite ACDC album, which I think is an absolutely incredible album. There's only eight track, eight tracks, but as soon as you pull it on, it just hits you, like Go Down comes on and you're like, I know exactly what this song content is about. Yeah.
1: They're a band. As, as
0: soon as it starts and it's like, they... bad boy boogie, problem child, let there be rock. And then it finishes with a whole lot of rosy. It just kind of Imagine that being an end the song. Face. It just smacks you it... in the face for 35 minutes and then yeah. it's done and then it's gone. And the fact they were able to obviously take the loss of Bon Scott and then come back with <laughs> probably like the biggest heavy rock album of all time.
1: Yeah, um, it's staggering. It shows you. I mean, they're a band who they get a lot of sticks for being a bit samey, right? But they know what they do, and they're driven, and I think that that's why they managed to carry on after Bond died. Um who, incidentally, out of the two, I'm not counting Axl Rose as a singer. um he, he, Bond Scott's probably my favourite because I just love the the sleaze element that he brings to it. You know, that it's it's mm. he, a lot. Like, the stuff that Brian Johnson's done, he's good, it's hard rock, you know, your Thunderstruck on there, like, you know, loads of tunes. But for me, Bon Scott stuff, it's just, it just, ah, it's just great. It's like little club stuff, you know? Um, and so for me, what I've put down here, ACDC, and I know your, your man last week did two sets for Bob Dylan, but I'm going to have both vocalists, like, that, right, both. It's just fantastical. whatever you want, my friend. Yeah. I like the
0: idea of that. Bon Scott, uh, and brian johnson singing together is an Whoa. incredible incredible uh feat to have cool. so acdc make their long-awaited fantastical they yeah, can't it believe it all two and a half hours easy yeah. easy it won't even be working up a sweat so acdc headline so then we kind of touched upon it before so your album's not going to be white pony so what is i feel like your album might be back in black but no, I don't be a, no. You said one, Scott. So what is your... What you
1: <laughs> be for? Complete Curveball. I'm going to take it back to uh, the second band, um, and I'm going to ask them to play Diorama uh, all the way through, um, oh. which is, uh, if, if my mind serves me correctly, the album after the one, you Neon Ballroom. Um, th- this album is musically it's it's almost like a Disney soundtrack in the fact that it's got more than guitars, drums and bass, there's orchestras on there, you know, there's all sorts of instruments. It's rises, falls. So it, it's it's so musical and it's so not like just full on rock. It's 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 great. So they'll be playing Diorama. Sounds fantastic. I must nah. admit, I've heard
0: that album, but I'll definitely go and check that album out.
1: I'm I very... think go. On. I was going to say, I think I know know your taste, and and a lot of the stuff that I've got on my list isn't what you're going to go away and listen to. But if if you do want to listen to anything, Diorama is a great record to listen to.
0: Perfect. Nice one. And that's the beauty of the Fantastical. Like we had a tweet today coming from Steve Foster, who was listening to Augustine. So that's what it's all about. You know, these acts, I will go away and listen to these acts. And obviously, we have the uh, Spotify playlist that I'll get some tracks from you to put on there and that's a nice <laughs> way of you know opening yeah. opening these bands to people who might not have heard of it before no. because you know I've, everyone's probably heard of AC/DC, but there'll be a few who haven't heard of Silverchair yeah. I would say um, and potentially Deftones and Korn to a certain extent so it's a way to discover new music which is fantastic so she Silverchair does. will be playing a diorama album in their set so AC/DC will give us two and a half hours of the finest rock music that the world has ever heard. Boundary Park isn't going to know what's hitting, mate. No,
1: nope. it's going to be the a wall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so 11 o'clock, and we've got time for one more song. So Pantera will come out with Silverchair, Corn, Deftones, and ACDC to play the final song of Your Fantastic. So this is, again, another really hard one to, yeah. to decide on, because it's literally any song that you've ever heard. So, of course. You know, the options are limited.
1: That, that's it. And I don't really do well with limitless. But <laughs> I tried to think about I tried to think about it. I like order and boundaries. Uh no, the, the I I had a thing, I tried to think with the bands I've got, you know, what what, what could I do? And I mean there's um you know, I thought me ordinary love shade that was um covered by Deftones on, on one of their albums. I thought I could do that. Or oh, there's like Landslide by um, Fleetwood Mac, which um, which is, is covered to death, in in all fairness. Um, but in the end, I went for the title track of your favourite AC/DC album. We're gonna come out and play. Let there be rock. Ah, oh, I love it. <laughs> which think about it, should probably be right at the start. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe they should call it Let There Have Been Rock. I don't know.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so happy you chose that song. That is yeah. literally one of my favourite songs. And just the end, like the, the, the last three or four minutes of that track, when it's all like just kicking off and going yeah. absolutely mental. Is like yeah. an absolute joy to like behold. I just remember like watching, watching that live and thinking this is going to be epic. And, you know, Angus was on the floor oh, doing actually, his yeah. spin around with his Gibson, just going absolutely ballistic in his school uniform. Well, like by this point, he was like topless. A fantastic encore to finish a fantastic, fantastic fantastical. So I said at the beginning, I didn't have any predictions. <laughs> did have one. He was well not there in what he he? He thought you would go for thirty six crazy fists.
1: Ah, well, do you know he's gone? He's been a bit lazy there, right? Because my email address is crazy fist thirty seven, which was inspired by that band. But that was when I was very young. But yeah, I can see him using his brain. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and Rupert does like to use his brain. So unlucky there, (laughs) Rupert banning lover. Maybe next time. So Rupert didn't come off. So before um we can't close out this fantastical i'm gonna go through it and you can still swap anything over that you want (laughs) go through it it's locked in no takes backs no swaps so you're calling your fantastical north of england south of heaven having it in boundary park in your opening act slot we have got pantera followed up in your super second slot by silver chair In your Midway Madden slot, we have got Korn. And in your pre-headline slot, we have got the Death Tones and headlining You're Fantastical. We've got ACDC. The album that we're playing in full is Silverchair, Diorama. And for your encore track, Let There Be Rock. Any objections or forever hold your peace.
1: Oh, no. Do you know, I think there'll be people out there who'll be surprised that Bush didn't make it in there playing 16 stone all the way through because that's up there um, with my favourite and clutch. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to, if he was one to take out, it'd be Pantera. But given the fact I've always said I would like to see him, I'm, that's me final answer.
0: Oh, I thought we were going to have our first AD stays strong and keeps (laughs) with (laughs) Pantera. So, well done. That is a fantastic, fantastical. That is now locked in. Like I said, a long-awaited debut for ACDC. And good to see Pantera, Silverchair, Corn, Deftones, all five bands actually making their fantastical debut. So, that is it. Thank you for listening to the 15th episode of the Fantastical Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give the Fantastival podcast a review on iTunes. It's very easy. Just go into your podcast app, give the podcast five stars and then you can write about it. Anything that you would like to write about it. If you listen on Spotify or Anchor, you can't review the podcast, but you can give us a follow if you like. And please remember to recommend the podcast to all of your friends and families. We are also on Twitter at Fantastival P, so make sure... If you're on Twitter, you get following. And you can email the podcast at fantasticalpodcast at outlook.com as we'd love to hear from you. I say it every week, but again, we cannot play music on podcasts. It's annoying. It would be great to have music and clips from 80s bands um, in the middle of the podcast. You can't do that. Um, but, you know, these days it's very easy to go and buy albums or stream music. I'll give a shout out to HV Liverpool. You will not be sorry if you go there and you might even see the man who's collated this fantastical himself and like i have mentioned we'll add two tracks by each artist that ad has selected onto our fantastical spotify playlist so if any bands have kind of caught your ear or you like the sound of any please go and check those out on our spotify playlist page so huge thank you to my 15th fantastical podcast friend mr ad Sure.
1: How did you find it? I know you've been stressing about it, and I know, <laughs> yeah. nervous, but I think you've done very well, my friend. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for having me. It's been, it's been good. Uh, and I know there's bits that I've written down that I've missed out, but I'll, 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 anything, I'll anything you i Anything? Anything you want to go through now? Well, no see, but ma- see, ma- ma- mainly, mainly, is no, 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 no. I placebo on there. No, I think, I think that's everything. It's just it was mainly the fact I just wanted to solidify how much ACDC meant to me as a, as a, as a moved to when i moved to rexham with hmv there was an acdc convention on on the first night i didn't even know about it and i managed to see hey c dixie and oh, uh, and uh the the year that stiff upper lip came out it was the same day that uh, i think he's standing on the shoulder of giants by oasis came out on my night he was open at midnight and i was on a night out so I went in and bought acdc while everyone's buying oasis <laughs> but that's about oh, that's it yeah 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 i think so pretty sure it was, it was definitely an oasis album out the same day and i went in and everyone was buying oasis
0: <laughs> you're, you're you're right you know because i worked there i worked the sunday so i could listen to the oasis album it was standing on the shoulders of giants yeah 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 good memory. So, <laughs> good, memory. good memory so ad has been fantastic i hope you've enjoyed this podcast number 15 and i'll be back soon with episode number 16 so please make sure to join me But until then, my fantastical friends, please continue to spread the word. And that word is fantastical. Thank you for listening.